Welcome to the Relationship as Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Lee. Outdoor adventure enthusiast, dog mom to Luna, world traveler, longtime meditator, espresso lover, and a trained somatic psychotherapist, trauma specialist, and certified coach. Talking about trauma doesn't have to be so daunting. From a connected place, we can navigate anything together. Looking forward to exploring with you today. Here we go. I'm really looking forward to this conversation today. I'm so happy to introduce you all to an incredible colleague doing really beautiful work in the world. Her name is Ellie Barclay. Ellie is the business coach for the Radically Fabulous with 12 years of experience as CEO for hire and consultant for an aggressive high growth social startups in emerging markets. She realized that success meant nothing if she was too burnt out to enjoy it. She decided that there had to be a way for over the top, more is more, lovers of life to define, have, and hold success that makes sense to them and serves their people. With a healing-centered coaching approach that focuses on the biggest levers in business and life, she's now served 100-plus clients via her signature program, Magnetic Business Uplevel, Energetic Styling, and Enough is Enough. Welcome, Ellie. I'm so happy you're here. Let us know where you are and if there's anything you'd like to add to that. Hi. Um, no, I think I like already added such a mouthful for you. It's like, how many more words can I throw in to trip Shelby up? Um, <laughs> I got a couple wrong, but I think people will be able to figure it out. <laughs> it was even better for everything you said. I love it. Um, no, I just, I think I'm so excited to be here. I adore your work. And we were just saying, just as we were saying hello to each other, just like how instrumental your approach to being trauma-informed and the way you teach others to hold space has been really instrumental in my approach to clients. So I'm just so excited to talk and get into all of this today. Yeah. I reached out to you back in January saying, I'd love to chat with you. You are incredible on social media. You're always offering so much to think about. And uh, I find it's in a really fresh perspective and high integrity perspective. And we are in the coaching world. We both do business coaching and all sorts of things. We have many hats, but there can be a pressure, at least for me, I've noticed to be high vibe all the time, to be really sparkly, to pretend like things are perfect behind the scenes and we have this well-oiled team just to have this persona that is quote unquote perfect or sparkly. And I just wanted to talk with you about that a bit today. And I have a feeling we'll wander to all sorts of things in terms of nervous system regulation, business coaching, and things that can hopefully help folks that are listening today. Would just love to hear your thoughts right away on this idea of needing to be a high vibe business coach. Oh my gosh, I have so much to say on this. Um, Because I think that this is a really important conversation, especially with um, 
people in the coaching industry and just people who have online businesses in general, like kind of this belief that you have to show up in a certain way to then be able to sell and then to be in integrity and for people to want to buy your stuff. I think we just get to decide that that's not true. And I'm such a believer in, I call it your magnetism. And this is like who you are at your core, like who you are in your essence. Like when you are your most favorite version of you, when you're at your freest, that is who we want to bring out. And that is who we want to like run the business, play the play, you know, the bigger game, like dream the bigger vision, et cetera. Like all the kind of trite things that we offer up. Like we want that to come from this like really aligned place that is truly embracing your magnetism. But for that to happen, that is like the opposite of like performance. And that's the opposite of like pretending to be something that you're not. And that when you embrace your magnetism, it means you can show up messy. Like I was on a client call yesterday and like I'm a business coach, but half the time we're not talking about business. And she was talking about her, um, how dysregulated she was because her house was a mess. And so we just broke it down. And then I showed her like the cupboard behind me is my like throw everything in cupboard. I was like, this is my cupboard. Like this is what life is actually like. And I think when we show our human side and we let that come out, not as something that we need to like minimize or work on, but as something to celebrate, that's when people really get who we are, you know? Absolutely. I wonder what has created this epidemic of, you know, social media marketing where we are performing, where, well, I won't say we, because I don't actually feel like I do so much. I think that people uh, understand that I'm a human being, that I have hard days, that I struggle with chronic health, that I'm impacted by PTSD. And it's kind of baffling to me as I scroll through my feeds, hearing people talk about their work, how perfect everyone seems. And it makes me trust them less actually. And what, what is going on? Why do you think this is happening? I think it like comes down to so often to the P word. That's like my favorite word to blame everything on, but I think it comes down to the patriarchy. And I think it does come down to how, anyone who socializes female, you know, and I'm predominantly working with um, people who were socialized as, as female in, in my practice. So that's where a lot of my um, experience and kind of thoughts come from. But I think anyone that was socialized female has been trained to be valued in a certain way. And so when we think of what we're offering, especially when it's a business that is branded, it's like a, it's like a self-led brand. I think that like the perfection, the um, being happy and like the being joyful, having it all together is what we have traditionally elevated women or anyone socialized female to be in society. So therefore that transfers to what we think we need to be to get people to buy into us. Like our expertise has not been traditionally like our minds. It's been the life that we create for others. And so therefore, I think that kind of goes into how we think we need to be presented to the world to have authority. And more and more, a lot of us are just realizing that that box that we 
thought we had to put ourselves in is like absolute bullshit and like not relevant and just we get to decide that we don't opt to that i felt this blanket of heaviness hearing you talk that p word is a p word i've been really adamant about too lately and what i realized as you were talking or i was thinking about was how when we are out in the world uh showing up with those pressures, marketing ourselves in these ways, we're actually re-perpetuating the impact of the patriarchy. And that if I'm like this, I'm going to magnetize you to me and then I'm going to help you be more like this, which is what the patriarchy wants. (laughs) How fucked up is that? I know. And it's like, why can't we? And it's like, truly and i think this is also like an extension of capitalism which is by itself an extension of the patriarchy but it's like why can't we just be who we are you know and and have that as the value and have full lives and not just be one singular thing that like okay well you're this or you're this um yeah okay i could go off on a massive tangent about that but i won't i'll keep it focused because i'll honestly be here for two hours (laughs) <laughs> I love the look on your face. You got my thinking face. Yes. Yeah. You know, I I mean, I would love for you to keep going with this because I don't think that we talk enough about it. And I don't know that everybody really knows what we mean necessarily by patriarchy and capitalism having such a negative impact on how we show up and express ourselves and magnetize our particular unique clients to us. And I I think we could dive deep. I'd love to go for three hours, uh, but say a little bit more. What came up for you when you had that look on your face? Where I was coming from was actually, you know, and this is what I share with my clients so often is, um, you know, because as a business coach, a lot of what I'm dealing with with clients is like visibility, is like, do I truly get to like, who am I to have a methodology or like, you know, do I truly get to run my business in a way that makes sense to me and not just the way I'm supposed to. And like really getting people comfortable with these like big levers in business, which really at the heart are like getting people comfortable with doing things differently. And like that is, a evolutionary function that has been around for forever that then like our capitalist systems got built on the patriarchy got built on but you know evolutionary speaking like we did not want to be different we wanted to be different enough in our communities that we were esteemed but not so different that we would be rejected from the community so every time you know and like our nervous system is so built on how do we keep ourselves safe like that's literally what the brain evolved to do was like how do I keep the body safe and so every time we make ourselves a little bit different from our community whether that's society or our family or like whatever way whatever scale we're kind of working at like every time we make ourselves different even if it's in a slight way or you know quote-unquote good way we're kind of tapping into that evolutionary like this isn't safe activating my nervous system everything's going to end up like everyone's going to hate me and we get into that like spin or what I call the chop and so I think that is what shows up time and time again and so often and I know this is how you work like often what we're doing is like getting it right back to like how do we build safety in your way of doing things and your way of showing up 
And I am particularly passionate within that. Like, how do we make it fun? Like, how do we make this enjoyable? How do we make it worth it? How do we like do all these safety things and like sit with your discomfort and like, you know, build your emotional scale and like extend your window of tolerance? And how do we make it all worth it and fun and adding to the life that you truly want? So I think that is a really important important part of the discussion that we don't always give a lot of time to. And I actually think that's the most important part of the discussion. Mm-hmm. I absolutely do too. And thank you for saying that because if we don't feel safe as CEOs, as people helping others, putting our work out into the world, people will feel that <laughs> in the work we're doing with them. We'll, they'll feel it in our marketing. And when we feel safe enough to really be in our authority, we can be visible. We can share our thoughts more authentically. We can have a brand that makes sense for us and our true values and visions for the world. But when we don't feel safe, we'll be managing a lot underneath the surface. And I've heard you say this before. I say it all the time when I work with the clients who come to me for business coaching, it's a very small percentage of strategy and a very high percentage of nervous system regulation. We are working with all the systems that have been conditioned in order for us to be in this state of surviving together. And it's running so much underneath the surface for so many people. It's exhausting. It brings up a lot. So if we're just telling them to do the post and write that website and do those discovery calls with clients and let's get this funnel working for you, we're missing the point. We have to work with the energetic experience of what it's like to be in this role as a care provider. And if we don't feel safe, if our nervous systems aren't regulated, that strategy won't work. Even if you hire the million dollar copywriter and funnel expert, when you don't feel safe, people will not feel magnetized to you. A hundred percent. Like I wish that everyone could say like, I'm like doing a full body nod. I'm like such a like physical um, communicator. I'm just like, yeah, shall we? But a hundred percent. And this is like, and I love strategy. Like I come from a strategy led well like that's why I was hired by many businesses to like get this kind of bizarre idea they had off the ground and they go to these tough markets uh and like build this thing out of nothing like I love strategy and I think um you know and like strategy is always going to be a part of my work but to your point only when we've done the inner work like the whole the and how we structure the work for our clients like if we don't help them set the foundations of like why they're doing this in the first place, what do, where are they going to get in their own way? The strategy counts for nothing. And also I think we can have a really attuned approach to strategy that takes into account the full humanness. Like the way I help people structure their launches, for instance, are like, okay, you get a wobble week, the whole first week where like, if you are in a wobble, great if you're just like why am I doing this like we create space for that like or like you know if you have uh cycles like let's build your cycle into how you operate like if you have chronic pain like let's build you in every third day off so you have capacity so strategy again gets to be like 
how does this work for you? And how do we take into account your humanness? And especially when people are doing new things for the first time, we're building in such a long runway so that they can have their wobble weeks and still be like, okay, fine. Like the business is still doing what it needs to do and I'm being tended to and everything is good. And there's so much safety within that too. I have literal tears in my eyes hearing you. This has now just become a discovery call for me. (laughs) I really, I mean, hearing you say, if you have chronic illness, how do we figure out how to take every third day off? Do you know how few people get how meaningful you taking the time to get my worldview and what's supportive for my nervous system, for my values, my dreams, and a structure that could actually help it unfold means instead of a cookie cutter. Here's what you do. This is all I know. And you hired me for this. And so let's do that. Yeah. So different. It's, but it's like, that's the way that we all get to be. And it's like, I think this is part of the benefit of the fact that I've literally built like 20 plus companies I've consulted with probably 50 ish companies like I've seen every single business model there is they all work yeah why they work is if you can deliver on them and the only way you're going to be able to deliver on them is if they make sense and you're behind it and so it's like again like I was talking about what are the biggest levers we can pull and it's not your time management like you can google time management like it's fine It's like, how do we help you feel that you have an abundance of time? How do we help you feel like this is worth my energy? This is like, give me what I need. Like, how do we take that massive step back and be like, okay, well, what do you want? How do we do it in your way? And how do we make that feel safe for you? It's like basically all I'm ever doing with people. Yes, that. We had a little chat before we hit record. Uh, about how we are in our lives, you know, said, hi, how are you? And uh, I, if you're available for that, I'd love to talk about what you said and what I said, because we're not just supporting others for finding how their work works in their lives. We're doing that in real time in our own lives. And what I said to you uh, was, that, well, I think I said ditto, (laughs) but you know, when my business, as my business is just blowing up, my schedule is filling up and it's becoming, it's, it's always been really full, but right now it's at the point where I'm going, okay, I have my optimal schedule. It's completely full. And I'm also bracing against burnout. There's a trauma response happening. I'm about to go on vacation tomorrow for a week. And I'm just with all of this of how do I keep letting it be full, letting my business grow with the limitations of a calendar and really want to walk my talk and not burn out as I expand so big. And I heard you say something similar and I just wonder what it's like for you in your own business. Yeah, I think it's such a great question. And I'm always happy when people want to talk about like what actually happens behind the scenes. Because again, like, there's so much honesty that honesty and integrity and like walking the talk that I I really believe that we get to model for people. And like, it's how I want uh, all my clients to operate too. Um, But 
I am like, I always think of myself as like literally the like number one practitioner of what I preach. And so like everything I advocate for, for other people is because I have experienced it or I am had to find a way of working through it, etc. So um, I know my patterns. And like one of the first things I do with clients is we figure out what are your patterns? And um, this is just like one of my obsessions in life. And it's like, okay, what tends to show up when? Like when things get good, what tends to show up? When things feel like crunchy, what led to that and how do you react? And then we really start to like, from that, we can understand like how your patterns consistently show up. And I know my patterns deeply because I, I've i been out, I cannot tell you how many times. Like I have done everything you're not supposed to do many, many times over and like figured it out. But I know my patterns are, I tend to overwork and I want to serve people so badly that I tend to like compromise my own boundaries. And um, I literally love working so much. I would work 24 hours a day very happily. I know these patterns. I know these tend to show up. I know when I'm doing something new, I get really grippy around stuff and I, I need things to look a certain way. And I need like my calendar to look a certain way, for instance. Um, to make me feel safer again and so I feel like behind the scenes of my business it's always a dance of all right how are my patterns showing up today is this helpful is this something that I can just manage like or is this something bigger and just always playing with that dance like it as I'm saying this out loud it sounds kind of exhausting but I'm now so programmed to do it it's just like literally like a, a gut check every day and the bigger work for me has always been like, how do I make this okay? Like, how do I make more rest okay? Like, I have um, chronic health, uh, like a pain condition, uh, endometriosis, and that's been like diagnosed relatively later. And like, some days I literally can't function. And how do I make that okay? How do I build that into my schedule? And the other pattern that I know that I, the way that I operate is that. I have to test my boundaries. Like I have to test my edges. And so I knew that I was probably taking on one to two too many clients this round, but it was just like, I just, the launch I had was just so successful and I want to help people and blah, blah, blah. But I need to get to my edges to then work out how I need to strip things back or simplify things. And I have just learned to accept that about myself and not fight it and know that I'm probably going to always have these cycles of like too much. Okay. I'll strip it back too much. Okay. I'll strip it back too much. Okay. I'll strip it back and just not make myself wrong for that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I really resonate <laughs> very much. So, yeah. uh, and as a highly sensitive person with ADHD and um, chronic pain, chronic illness, I you would think like a perfect structure would make sense for my neurodivergent brain, but I actually have to do the gut check thing too every day, all day long. I'm just recalibrating. What do I have energy for? What yeah. can I really, what kind of support do I need? What kind of rest do I need? And it's a constant attunement to what's available to me energy wise. And I used to resent it so much. I used yeah. to get especially during my cycles when I'm in a ton of pain and exhaustion, just feel like I'd resent it and I'd compare myself. 
you know, other people can get through this. So I should push through. I shouldn't need a nap every day at two o'clock or why would I need a week off every month? You know, and other people don't get to have that. Am I entitled? Blah, blah, blah. And it's been, it's, I've rewired it all where it's just like, I have my own personal, unique operating system. I need to support it in really attuned, really micro ways all day, every day. And what a gift to know myself so well, instead of what a pain in the ass my conditions are, (laughs) which is how it felt forever. Yeah. And I think there's two kind of really beautiful things I'm hearing in that. Like one is this constant dance, this constant like checking in and like almost finding joy in that. And like, this is something I'm super passionate about. It's like, how do we make this process? Like almost like for me, I have a very playful spirit. And so I have to make things into a game. Like That's just like how my brain works. Uh, For other people, it looks differently. But, you know, how do we like play with this and have fun? And one of the key ways I really enjoy doing this in my business and I help clients with is um, I use a lot of parts theory in all of my work. Like that's just kind of a core part of how I operate. But, you know, not everybody needs to go into the intricacies of parts work. Um, It's like, how do we make it accessible to people? So I have this whole thing about your inner saboteur and we like give it a voice. We give it a name. And we just check in, like, is the inner saboteur, like, telling you to do X? Or do you think this is, like, you and your true, like, magnetic energy? It's, like, telling, and I call that your success archetypes. It's, like, is it your inner saboteur? Is it your success archetype? It's always a little bit of both. It's always a little bit more complicated, <laughs> whatever. But, like, just giving people the language of that gut check, I think, is super powerful. And, like, making it make sense rather than, like, these head, I, like, and don't get me wrong, I'm a massive geek. Like I love to get into the intricacies of of these theories and the science, but not everybody needs that. Yeah, I love working with parts because it helps us realize, oh, it's not this. It's not just who we are. <laughs> there are all sorts of different things at play that are trying to get our attention, trying to take care of us, even if the behavior doesn't seem rational. Yeah, and a way I work with it is I just ask myself, you know, what is the most loving thing I can do Mm -hmm. in this moment, which can counteract that saboteur, right? And I can go into super hyper-focus mode and get so much done so fast, but it'll four to six hours will go by and I haven't peed. I haven't moved my body. I haven't hydrated, which is like everyone out there is like, wait, that, I thought that was against everything you teach, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I know now yeah. to ask myself, you know, every step of the way, is this the most loving thing I can do right now? And sometimes it is because yeah. I'll know later I get so much free time and it feels great and I can go play and I can gauge my energy. I do have availability for this. It's kind of fun. I kind of enjoy cranking off all the things at the same time. But other times I can ask myself, is this really the most loving thing right now? And there's a part of me that's just exhausted and rigid and trying to get stuff done. There's pressure so that I can X, Y, Z. But I know that I actually won't be able to get to those that X, Y, Z later because I'll be so burnt out. Yeah, And so I have to gauge it every step of the way. What really is the most loving thing right now? Is it a 20 minute power nap or is it doing 10 tasks less efficiently than I would 
if I had a nap, that kind of thing. Totally. And I think your point there is beautiful where it's like, sometimes it is the most loving thing. Like, and that's where we get to make space for us as like a fuel, a, a full human being. Sometimes the most loving thing you can do is sit on the couch and watch Netflix, which was me last night. And that is the best thing. Sometimes it's to go out for a run. And I think where it gets can, I, I, I know me of two years ago would listen to this and be like, but what is it? Like, tell me, what's the black and white answer? Like, what's the like rule that I need to follow? Because we're all, you know, we find such comfort and such safety and such soothing in like that clear this or this, you know, because it's such known to our systems. But finding a way to understand that sitting with this dance of discernment and like attuning in isn't this like big, heavy process. Sometimes it is, let's not lie, but it gets to get you the life that you truly want. Like it gets to get you a business that makes sense to you, that doesn't exhaust you, but does stimulate you, you know, and it gets to like help you build this like full, busy, complex life that you'll get right 80% of the time and the rest of the time that you'll fuck it up and fix it and it's fine you know yeah or you had a week like I had last week where you're really great at attuning and checking in and caring and life just throws you so much shit every single day all day during a launch and when you have like more clients It's always during a launch and you're getting vulnerable about the amount of money you're about to make or the amount of people that are going to come in with your support or whatever. And then like the family stuff happens and then the, you know, health stuff, the dog needs an extra trip to the vet, you know, it all just comes showering down. And those are like under the weighted blanket watching Netflix cannot cope, just cannot deal weeks. And I just want to name that out loud because even we can't try to perfectionist the regulating and attuning either. It's like, we do the best we can. We're still human. Life is still happening. Life is happening at incredible paces for most of us right now. And so we also get to give ourselves space to just be total shit shows. I had to cancel two clients last week and a teaching call this week. I have canceled maybe five things in the course of the last 15 years. And I just had to remind myself, like, this is an, an interesting time. This is something to be learning from. And there's no way I could have controlled it you know? And so I get to just be kind as much as I can, knowing there was nothing I could have done to manage everything that came my way. Totally. And like, this is why you're such a like leader with such integrity, because you do what you say, what you advocate for others, even though that is really hard. Like I can imagine being you and like, I've canceled five things in 15 years. Now I'm canceling three things. Like that is not an easy thing, especially because I know how lovingly you hold people and how seriously you take the containers you create. So that's a hard thing to do. Like, I think a lot of people, I should be honest, you know, a lot of people listening to this because they're probably like way more tuned to, to stuff. But a lot of people like what well, counseling stuff is hard. But for a lot of us, something like that is one of the hardest things we can do. And so just you know, and I know it sounds cheesy, but it's like 
good for you for modeling such high integrity, even though it doesn't feel like that at the time. Like that is what you're advocating for in others. And that's what you're living. And that's beautiful. And that is anti-patriarchy for me. It is. I, I have this philosophy or belief that I need to show up because I'm a care provider indoctrinated into myself as a therapist. People are relying on me. I need to be consistent and dependable, which are all things I value as a trauma-informed care provider. But I cannot do it if I'm crying my face off grieving because I got some bad news from the family. <laughs> like, yeah. I just can't. And yeah. I almost would have had my best friend not said, excuse me, your call is in five minutes. No. <laughs> and I'm like, I will do it. <laughs> I'll make myself fine. <laughs> yeah. And so I got to lean into support in a way that I never had instead of muscle through. And that is... You know, I still battle against all of those patriarchal messages of, you know, like so many moms. I'm I'm a dog mom, not a mom mom, but have to show up no matter what, if they've been crying their faces off. And we do that as care providers that yeah. you have got to, as a woman, no matter what, put yourself aside and help others. And I'm not participating in that anymore. Totally. And there's so much within what you just said. But one of the things that's coming really through for me is like, you know, I classify my business as a feminist business. And there's this great thinker. Her Instagram is fantastic. Her name's Kelly Deals. And she always says, if the if the leader of the business is you is exhausted, it's not a feminist business. Like we as the leaders of our businesses, if we're using ourselves as the ultimate resource, that's us basically fulfilling uh, patriarchy and expectations of, of who we are. Like we are not a resource to be exhausted. And I think like even like approaching business, like I'm not the ultimate resource to be exhausted is um, opens up a lot of doors for me. That was like a good pathway for me to be like, oh, I shouldn't. I don't need to be exhausted all the time. That doesn't prove my worth. Like, ha, huh, it's actually against my principles. Like, interesting, you know? Yeah. I, I'm working with a book coach and we were talking two weeks ago and I just got home from, I'm doing this deep energetic healing work with someone that's just changing my life, but definitely, mm-hmm. you know, takes a lot of energy. And, um, you know, my schedule is, quite full even though I have days off and weeks off and we're in a launch and um I got in an accident um mountain biking in October and my knee is still totally jacked Mm -hmm. and it's pain is exhausting and I'm telling her all these things and I'm reading my stories to her and she's like said something about burnout and I was like no 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 I'm not burnout I you know like I'm I handle everything (laughs) like I will handle it all like no this is just like it's too much in the week you know no I'm not going towards burnout and then I called her yesterday and I was like okay I can see what you're saying and I'm going to tend to this before I hit that place I will listen I'm receiving your support that I pay for I am going to carve some rest in because uh I need to admit to myself you know I am not super powered and even though I have been powering through for 41 years <laughs> I don't need to keep proving to myself and the world and whoever else might be looking 
that I can show up against all odds. And that's been part of my identity. And so I've had to really look at that. It's okay to admit you're burning out. Um, It's okay to admit even the tools that you teach aren't supporting you right now. And that's really hard to admit. And that even feels vulnerable to stay here. Um, But it's just the nature of all the layers of everything that's happening. Tyson, here's where I think we, we all do and you do and like, whatever this offers but it's like i think we also get to give ourselves massive fucking breaks of being like yeah we we keep adding to our toolkit you know and i always say to like my clients like okay what got you here is fabulous we don't get to like piss all over like shelby of six months ago or ellie of two years ago because that's the tools that they had available at that time and they did a brilliant job of getting you here now you get to learn new tools you know what i mean it's just like taking the guilt and shame of like, oh, I'm not there yet out of it because yeah, you're not there yet. Cool. That's great. We have so much space for you to like enter into that, you know, and just like, again, always playing it as a game of like how exciting that you get to learn new tools to deal with yeah. like, this specific time of life. And you'll like, I know your work and like you will do that and you will teach so many other people how to do that. And like, what a joy. One of my absolute favorite tools is transparency. (laughs) Is saying out loud publicly, you know, and not publicly, like this really is, this is the reality of what's happening. And it, it, like when I'm saying it out loud, then I register it. When I'm being witnessed by it, then I register it. And it's almost like it just recalibrates me right away. Oh yeah. Okay. Back on track. Still in integrity. Yeah, exactly. And I think like that is your truth and that gets to be your truth and like that gets to be other people's truth it's like how you process is is how you process and that all gets to be honored you know what I mean and so like you probably have very intentionally chosen like what you're doing a podcast the spaces you hold etc they're so attuned to transparency and you've just been super smart and intentional with factoring in your process into your business so that all kind of sinks together and feels, you know, the work keeps coming up in integrity. And I just think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So we started talking about high vibe. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and now we're here talking about, you know, the reality that um, burnout is something that happens, chronic pain, fatigue, life, this and that. And uh, when we are being really real as care providers, there's so much more potential for connection, deep work, and the rawness that really comes up when people are coming to us. They feel permission for that themselves. They don't have to hold up this mask of perfection and thinking that our work is going to help them be perfect. (laughs) It's the opposite. We get to show them actually healing. And this is what I believe. Healing is embracing every part of who we are healing it is welcoming the fullest expression of who we are and feeling safe enough to let that out and be seen and heard and held in that and i just keep moving more and more towards that in my my own work and the work i want others to feel impacted by because yeah high vibe is absolutely part of my experience sometimes and it is totally welcome with everyone I work with, but also there's all these other parts that show up too. And healing is being welcomed and embraced in every single bit of that. And when that happens, 
we can do such big work and have such an impact for others. What would you say about that? I, I mean, I totally agree. And it's actually, it's really interesting with, as you were saying that, it's like, I don't know if I've ever given a, I don't know if I've ever thought about my definition of healing, but I think it would have to be so in line um, with that. And it, that radical acceptance of all parts of you, I think is is really the, the ticket in all of this, and like really where it lies. And a lot of complexity because so many of us have been made to feel wrong for parts of ourselves or um, some parts were like too much or not good enough or whatever. And some parts of us like we can't trust, etc. And I just think like allowing all of those parts to have a voice and to integrate and for us to be a full human being. Absolutely. Like that is such a, such a, gorgeous way of approaching healing rather than like and something to be fixed which is how a lot of people I think approach it and like or like well when I when I'm healed I will be able to do x or see it as a like formula um instead it's just like constant like emerging and embracing of all of these wonderful parts of you that some are just more complex than others I think that's lovely mm-hmm. mm. well we could really talk for three hours. <laughs> when we when I start, like this, I'm like the last person to put a time constraint on. So I'm like, so here's feelings about this. It's perfect. I love this conversation. I'm so excited for it. Uh, before we talk about all the amazing things you're offering in the world, let's talk about mine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I always ask folks that come on the podcast if they've been in any of my programs um, or containers and if they'd like to share anything about how it's impacted their lives or work. Totally. I am like, I I like, I need to really sort out my uh, referral link because I send so many people to you because I like, especially for um, creating safer spaces, like that is, what is it like? And I've done it. Uh, the self-paced and the live version. Um, creating cyber spaces was instrumental in how I uh, built my business and also how I work with clients. Um, it honestly, and it's like I know, say, like money is subjective and everything, but like it is the biggest bargain I think I've ever seen. Like your pricing is is so accessible for what you offer. It's it's incredible. But um, creating safer spaces was that beautiful mixture for me of really tangible things that I want to implement in my business and like a real massive step back of like, all right, how do I want to build this and how do I want to be? Um, so that was great. And I was also part of ECE that um, I I think I message you every now and then being like, please just like email me when ECE opens again because I want to join it. And when the time is up, I'm, I'm going to rejoin that. But that was a really you very unique space in the coaching industry of where you are encouraged to come and bring the complexities of holding space for other people and like it is a very for a lot of uh a lot of people like I'm included like if I join a mastermind I end up like half the people end up becoming clients of mine so then it's kind of like how do I really bring my full self and ECE was like you get to bring complexities with clients or like when your energy is feeling like, and how do we add more tools to you, your toolkit? And just like 
one of the most vulnerable spaces um, I found that is such a uh, unique fixture in the coaching industry. So I'm a big fan. Sign up for everything, basically. Oh my gosh. That just feels, it just made my day. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I just love how you talk about it with your accent as well. Just really- <laughs> Honestly, if you actually listen to my words, you realize I'm dumb as shit and it's just my accent is all people are buying into. That's not true. Oh my gosh. You need to reframe that right now. <laughs> I know. I know. I have that as I said that. It's like, nobody listened to that because I just counted everything I said. But no, I'm joking. Um, thank you. It's it's always funny when people are like, "Oh my gosh, I love your accent," and I like, I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I've been working on it for years. Like, I don't know." <laughs> I'm just mesmerized by it. So, tell us more. I'd love to hear how people can find you, what you yeah. do, all of that. So I am very active on Instagram because I love the aesthetics. Um, and I um, am developing my TikTok because I just think it's such a fun platform. And again, like I stand for having fun with things. So I only want to be on platforms where I get to embody that. So check me out on Instagram and TikTok. And I think those links will be in here. And um, core ways to work with me are depending on when this will come out. Like I am releasing my signature program that I only release once a year called energetic styling and everything we've been talking about in this conversation is what energetic styling stands for i've just found clothes to be one of the most effective tools to understand your patterns and understand like the gunky stuff that you want to move through and also pattern reset around creating new behaviors and also embody the most magnetic version of you and the doesn't mean you have to wear a leopard print head to toe, even though if that's what you love, that's what I love too. But it does mean you get to like bring out that most magnetic version of you, give them a home, build safety around it, and then figure out like kind of what's getting in the way of that. So that's coming out. And then I'm launching my first ever mastermind, which is already like, I think half sold out even before we it gets released. Um, and that's going to be incredible. So everything I've been talking about here business life, all the tools that I embody um, get delivered, plus like some incredible special guests are coming in to be part of it. So that will be out in, that starts August. So I'll be talking about that more June, July. That's me. Wow. What a gift. I just know that they're going to be full immediately. So if you're hearing this, definitely <laughs> go check it out right away. I'm going to go check right. it out. <laughs> What did you say? I was like, my wait list have wait lists, but like, so do check it out um, soon. But I always make space for everyone because my pattern and I love it. So it's fun. Beautiful. Well, your uh, Instagram is absolutely beautiful and super informative. It's so clear that you have fun with it and that you have a lot of fun with your clients and the people you work yeah. with. And we all need depth and fun, which is absolutely what you bring. So thank you. Thank you for the work that you do and all that you offer. And thank you for your time here today. It's just been really special to get to know you even more. Oh, it's been such a pleasure, Shelby. Thank you. This is an honor to be on your podcast. So I'm over the moon. Thank you so much for listening today. Before you go, if you loved the conversation, Make sure you're subscribed or following, have your notifications turned on or alerts, and leave a five-star review. 
so we can get the word out to anyone that this might be supportive or inspiring to. If you're a facilitator, coach, healer, therapist, or healthcare practitioner, stay connected with me over on Instagram at fierceheart.shelbyleigh, bringing you accessible online trauma awareness and trauma-informed trainings brings me so much joy. Looking forward to connecting with you as you join me in this worldwide revolution, supporting the folks who need it most.